Okay, Dennis. Yeah, Joe. Let's talk about uh, your favorite car, the Maki. Oh, are you projecting? <laughs> I feel like you're projecting. So, we as a as a group, as 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 a couple together, me and you, not just me, made some very loud and vocal statements. I I don't know if I was there for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I was there. We, we were very uh, pessimistic towards the future of the Maki and its introduction into our landscape. I mean, you could put it that way. I feel like one of us had stronger opinions than the other. Together, me and you targeted uh, dealer groups as Ford's largest flaw. Okay, yes, I did write to that article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My memory is being jogged. So now that the Maki has been out for a few months now, three months, it's, it's been it's begun deliveries. Yes. Finally, yes. After a short delay, mm -hmm. uh, we're starting to see mass market talk about this vehicle. Mm -hmm. New people talk about this vehicle. People who weren't in the loop on the forums, following what was going on, where the cars were, how the dealers were handling it. Now we have actual people walking into dealerships that don't know any better and asking questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as suspected, it's not very good. <laughs> it is. It is. It is not very good. But Geo, they promised us that it would work. Uh, I can't say I'm surprised in, in the slightest. So, kind of just running my rounds here, and just you know, saying I was right. <laughs> Get him, Geo. Yeah, but yeah, no, a, lot, a lot of a lot of uh, bad stories going around. Such as not really, not really anything good. <laughs> People like the car, right? There's there's a few bugs here and there. Mm -hmm. For the most part, owners like the car. Great car. That's that's not what we're here about. We're we're here about the process. We're not here for the car. We're here about everything <laughs> around the car. A lot of people, a lot of people dislike Tesla. They 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 don't. They buy a Maki because they don't want a Tesla because they think, oh, Tesla service is horrible. That, that was a very popular statement over at uh, Ford clubs. Mm -hmm. Yes. They think, oh yeah, Ford's much better. Legacy automaker. They know what they're doing. Right. Their dealerships, the best. Until they started walking into the dealerships and seeing that wasn't really the case. Mm -hmm. So we've seen. Uh, I mean, we saw it leading up to it as well, but a lot of markups. Oh. A lot of markups on this car. Yeah, the bane of the dealerships. They have not gone away. They have not gone away. A lot of misinformation on this car. It, it is crazy to me how many people are on our Twitter like, hey, I went to go test drive the uh, the Mach-E today, and they told me, insert some extremely false statement here. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't want to go and start listing every single false statement and misconception that was given out by Ford employees, but the topic here is training. Guys, come on. This car is like, when are you planning on fixing this? Well, I, I don't understand. The car's here. It's here. EVs, electric cars. Guys, it, it, it was time like six months ago. I shouldn't be walking into a Ford dealership and then going, huh? <laughs> it shouldn't be happening. Oh, okay. Bad. So, so what's the grade so far, Gio? I'm giving it a straight F. I mean, it it, it obviously is going to vary where you are, and there's going to be people who say, "Oh, my dealership did great," and and I'm certain there is. Mm -hmm. I'm certain, you know, maybe even fifty percent of dealers plus over half the dealers are doing great. 
they know what they're do- but that still doesn't doesn't justify one or two but screwing the whole system up <laughs> but people don't talk about good experiences they only talk about bad experiences so even if it is 50 50 you're probably yeah. only going to hear about the bad <laughs> um you're probably only going to hear about the bad experiences and anyone who says well my dealership was good is going to be called a shill so uh i, I tried to uh i tried to test drive a, a maki how did that go uh it was an ftcp car what does that as stand mean? You as as me and you know that's a Ford courtesy transportation program. It, every Maki is required to be or the every dealership got a singular Maki to put in the FTCP program, which is dedicated for test drives. Mm-hmm. Okay, they actually cannot sell the car mm-hmm. until it hits a mileage quota of four thousand miles or a certain time on the lot. Mm-hmm. So I go in. I I know it's an FTCP unit because you know don't, don't ask me how I know. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. Uh, yeah, you know what they told me, Dennis? What did they tell you, Gio? Can't test drive that car. It's for sale. I say, what do you mean? You can't sell this car. <laughs> they, they were unaware that they can't sell their car. Wait, but what if what if you were planning to buy the car? You would not. Ju- they would not give you a test drive? No, funny enough. Funny enough hilariously enough see the ford bronco which came out kind of alongside yeah the maki yeah had had a similar program these the bronco and the maki they kind of came in unison with ford's changes mm-hmm. funny enough this dealership just a month ago got in trouble because they couldn't sell the ftcp car after they tried to sell the car and then they had to backtrack the deal and say oh we actually can't sell this car we didn't know mm-hmm that's the level of, of of lack of knowledge that these Ford dealers have. There is no training, no communication. Ford can go and upload all of these internal three-minute tutorials and give you your five-second quizzes or five-question quizzes to get certified all they want, but that's not gonna that's not gonna feed into into anything. It's not gonna actually teach anyone, especially when I, I'll tell you right now, every single person at every single Ford dealership I've gone to doesn't do their training. They just pay someone to do their training for them. It's a broken system. I mean, Ford knows what's going on. This is nothing new. Ford knows. Mm-hmm. But they just don't do anything about it. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And if this Mach-E does not sell, it's not because people don't want electric cars. Because Tesla sells. Right. If the Mach-E fails, the Mach-E does not do well, that is Ford's fault. And that's what it's looking like right now. My man is the big hot right now. Uh, well, like you said, can't say we're surprised because I think every single time we talked about this topic, we, you know, every time we talked about, oh, Ford released this internal document and started this whatever training, the both of us said that, hey, I mean, Ford, Ford can do whatever <laughs> they want. They can release all the paperwork and fact sheets and whatever they want but if no one's working on it at the dealer level it's not gonna work and unfortunately it looks like it's not working and i mean they as a company it's not like they haven't tried Mm -hmm. they just haven't tried hard enough i mean they've put up all these regulations they put up all these rules these advertising rules the ftcp rules they they've put the training out uh they've required certification and they've required an ED lead. 
but apart from just saying, hey, you guys have to do this, they haven't done anything in terms of enforcement. The EV lead at this specific dealership doesn't exist. They just put a random employee as the EV lead. There is literally no one in this dealership, which I will not state, mm-hmm. who knows a single thing about the car. In fact, it is sitting right now on the lot, dead. No battery, dead. It, it is incredible to me. <laughs> so what's the solution? Ford starts a, like a secret shopper program and, and tests all the dealers or, or, or what? First off, Ford needs to be more hands-on. Digital communications and online training is nice in 2021, but it doesn't get the message across like an IRL person on the lot walking people through the car. Mm-hmm. It's been done before. It's been done for other vehicles. It has not been done for the Mach-E which is arguably the vehicle it needed to be done the most with. Supposedly it will happen, but we've yet to see it, and it should have already happened. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know Ford's... I, I don't know what they can do here, because Ford doesn't own these dealerships, they're franchises. I don't know how much room for enforcement they have, but this isn't going to work. I'll let you know that right now. This is This system we have in place right now... This You can't just go and, and say, hey, yeah, everything we're doing for the Mach-E, let's shift it to all the other cars, too, as we transition to electric. It will not work. Well, Ford can't set, like, a quota about how many Mach-E's they need to be sold. I mean, I know they, they don't have absolute control of the dealers, but they can't be like, hey, man, guys, you got to – we put we put a lot of effort into, into making this car. You, you, you ain't going to mess this up for us. You, you better sell the X amount of cars. You have to understand these franchise agreements are probably signed with terms and they were signed years ago, so you can't really change things up. So they're working under the regulations that they put in place years before the Mach-E or this transition to to WebBase. And we still have the transition to online sales coming soon from Ford. Ford's making the, they're going to start an online buying process where I could just go on Ford's site and buy a Mach-E and pick it up at the dealership, just like Tesla. So we'll see if that helps things but as of now if you are a clueless customer walking into a ford dealership and going hey what's that car you're not going to learn anything at least not for, at least not from the dealers i've experienced luckily for you you're listening to ev bites so you you are not the clueless type of person you, <laughs> you you got it but you're you know your friends family not gonna have a good time for those that don't know, we have actually tested Ford dealerships twice or three times now. Twice. During the build-up to this, because we, we suspected that they weren't ready, that dealerships were just not ready. And we went ahead and called every dealership in a region uh, anonymously and just asked very generic questions about the Mach-E, but more specifically electric cars and how they charge. Yeah. What was our success rate? Pretty bad. We called around the time it was initially unveiled. Uh-huh. Which, which was a terrible time, but it was like, all right, the car just unveiled. And so we gave him some leeway. It was not a good look, but we gave him some leeway. And then we called about six months later, I believe, in the beginning of fall. So it when production had started and training was already completed. So it was like three months prior to when the car was supposed to be launched. And whilst there were some minuscule improvements, it was still not. It was... First of all, even if 
it, it was it was it was it was a two part problem. It was one either just gross misinformation, um, or two, no one knew anything to the point where it's like, yeah, we only have one dude that knows about this, and he's not here. So call back at a different time. And that still seems to be the case, which is why we did that call when we did, because it was after training was done. So we assumed, hey, this is it. There's not going to be anything in between now and and three, four months from now. And there hasn't been. There hasn't been any more internal training. They did reopen their EV certification program for new dealers who want to be EV certified. But again, you're just reintroducing the thing that didn't work the first time around. And then, funnily, so. and then funnily enough, I think the most knowledgeable person, the most knowledgeable guy we got that second time was like, yeah, maybe, you know, go with the Tesla. <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty good choice. So, uh, it's, it's a mess. And even then personally, you know, I was like, okay, well, I see a little bit of improvement maybe by the, by the grace of whatever deity Ford believes and we'll, we'll get better at this, but apparently that is not the case three months after launch. Which... No, now it's worse because it's not just me pretending to be a interested customer on the phone. It's an actual customer mm. that you're turning away. So do you think this is going to be a trend that other legacy automakers will follow? Man, I hope not. I hope not. I, I mean... I don't know. It, it, it seems Ford does this to themselves, so I can't say that this is the baseline for every other legacy automaker. You know, every everyone has their the way they they run their franchise, the way they run their business. Mm-hmm. But Ford, I could see, did not do a good job at this. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, the only other car I've looked at in the dealership has been Porsche. Um. And obviously, that's not a fair comparison because Porsche deals in obviously higher tiered vehicles. So, you know, their sales staff, I think, is required to know much more than the average Ford employee, even though it shouldn't be the case. But whatever. Um, but the dude who talked to me about the, 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 the Taycan, he he knew his things. He knew that, a, you know, a Tesla supercharger wouldn't charge it. I mean, that's how low the bar is, unfortunately, at this point is so, (laughs) you know, so he, but like I said, you know, you could, you could just chalk that up to, you know, the car being twice, three times the price of a Mach-E, but still, I mean, you know, everyone's trying to sell a car. I would argue, I would argue the more affordable car is the more important car. Yeah. The one that would need the most information. Typically, car buyers in the more affordable segments are the ones that have the most questions, the ones that are going to take the most of your time. True. True. But, uh, I mean, I mean, maybe you just got a bad batch of <laughs> dealers, that's of a stories. Lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of bad batches, a lot of bad stories. I mean, there shouldn't be anything like this. My, my, my personal experience is not clearly not, uh, a singular here because we're seeing stuff on Twitter from people going in for, for test drives and also coming out with horrible experiences. Just a couple that go into mind. Gary on Twitter was told that the, I don't know what you call it, just the area in front of the steering wheel. The instrument panel? Ford, yeah, he was told by the Ford salesperson, hey, this is where Ford's going to install your self-driving module later this year. What? Uh, no. What? No. No. 
the, the Maki has driver assistant features already. Mm-hmm. It compares with Tesla's autopilot. What is coming later this year is uh, lane changes, and that is done via OTA, not a in dealership uh, installation. Uh, everyone talking about markups. There was there was one person on Twitter. I don't remember who it was. Uh, was told by the Ford staff that they were not the ones who put the premium on the Mach-E, that it was Ford themselves who put the premium. That's either just a blatant lie or misinformation. But uh, no, Ford is not putting mark- markups on this car. So why, why, is, why do these little singular issues matter? Because that specific statement had everyone discussing, oh, wow, Ford's marking their cars up themselves. This is crazy. This, that, that. Ford's horrible. Why, why are they just trying to make money off the hype? And it wasn't the case. It was a dealership trying to do all that, but now you gave Ford a bad name. Mm. So you're not, you 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 don't have much 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 faith in in the in the sales of Machis right now. In the sales of Machis, there's 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 a point where it's just going to sell itself, mm-hmm. and we have to pass that point. You know, we still have a lot of reservations to catch up on. We still have a lot of uh, interested parties, people who are speculating that want to test drive it first. But after that, just, you know, a year from now, the Mach-E just at the dealership as a normal car, if if things stay exactly how it is now, it's not going to do very good. It, it won't. They can't even get their act together with one electric car. What's going to happen when they have to deal with two or three electric cars in the future? I saw another instance of the Ford dealer say that the Mach-E doesn't have fast charging, that you charge it on a 110. They didn't even say 240. It was a 110. <laughs> And, and these are not these. I, I gotta note all three of these instances were not people mocking Ford for being incorrect. That would have been good mm-hmm. compared to what happened. But all three of these instances were them going on the Twitter and saying, "Oh wow, this is crazy. Did you guys know this?" They they were fed false information. People in the EV community were fed misinformation and believed it. What's going to happen to the person who doesn't know better? Well, I don't think the average person knows the difference between a 110 240 and fast charging ultra fast charging dc charging and all that stuff anyway when someone asks how fast does the car charge and where do you charge the car those those are very basic questions that you need the answer to as an ev salesperson very basic questions yeah it's well our 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 worst fears have uh, started to become reality and I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it's it's going to be like this for basically most legacy automakers until the majority of the cars in the dealerships are electric cars. And people are just forced to, to learn about them rather than being like, oh, that's, that's one car out of like 200 on this lot. Why do I need to know about that? I don't know, bro. It's. Yeah. I mean, it, it it makes it makes a big difference when you have a customer that's questioning buying an EV in general. They walk into a Tesla dealership and they see the Model Y and they they say, "Oh wow, look, three hundred miles range, this, that, that." And they're like, "Okay, let me check out the Mach E." They go to the Mach E dealer and the Ford person's like, "Yeah, no, we don't we don't do fast charging." No, we don't do test drives. Either. You're no longer you're no longer even comparing the cars. Yeah, as know. much as the Mach-E compares to the Model Y, you're no longer comparing the cars. You're comparing the Model Y with accurate information versus the Mach-E with misinformation. It's crazy. Well, uh, if you have a positive story about uh, 
your Maki dealer, please let us know. You know, uh, to so we can get a gauge on to how how widespread this information is. Uh, the moral of this episode is uh, four do better. I think. Right. Emma, come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs>